0: You're listening to a DM podcast. Let's go on a trip. Yeah, let's go on a trip. Yeah, baby. It's not too bad. What was the question
1: again? (laughs) Okay, let's go. I'm
0: Angela Caternes. I'm Ian Rogerson.
1: And welcome to Suddenly Senior. This is a podcast series for those of us who've reached a certain age in life.
0: That's right. You can join if you're not our age, but it'll be a lot more fun if you are.
1: (laughs) So strap yourselves in, check your blood pressure, light your spliff.
0: Pour yourself a small bevy and let's go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they said Auntie Jack, they all knew she'd be back. And luckily enough, she has appeared yet again, but in her guise as Graham Bond. Graham... Welcome aboard, Suddenly Senior.
2: Thank you. I just thought that I was going to be booked. My agent said that I was doing Sonia Kruger today. <laughs> <laughs> so I had I had the voice ready and I thought, you know, I could do that rather than doing that ridiculous <laughs> Auntie Jack voice, you
1: know. What How I are I? you? It's lovely to yeah, have you no, on the show. Thank you so much pleasure. for coming on. Uh, um, so, you know, our show is called Suddenly Senior, as you <laughs> know. Do you feel senior? Do, uh, well... A story. In
2: what I think, I think I turned 60, there was a magazine came out called Seniors, Mm -hmm. and they asked me, Would I be on the front cover? And I said, Why? (laughs) 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 60, you know, this is, and I refused, and I sort of, I was in denial, really, Ah. for all those years. I've been, I still, at nearly 80, I'm
1: still in denial. Can I just say, Hey, you look fabulous. Is this television? You look fabulous. You have barely a wrinkle. Do you have an Italian heritage or Maltese heritage? <laughs> you know Sonia Kruger's makeup
2: person?
0: <laughs> actually, I do. Do you? Yeah. You well, don't.
2: yeah. Nicola.
0: No, I do. Do you? Yeah.
2: yeah. No, well, she troweled it on. Oh. No, it's very, she's yeah. done a magnificent Thank job. Thank you very much. There. I bet yes. you've
0: got a skin regime, actually. You know? <laughs> oh, no, I don't. You don't? Do you no, have an I exercise don't. regime?
2: Uh, well, I did have one until I, I was uh, in Italy as as you do yeah. you and i tore a achilles tendon about oh. uh, 12 weeks ago, uh-huh. and I am still limping. I limped into the studio. You Thank you. <coughs> we yeah. appreciate that. We thought you were just it <laughs> But So then,
1: before the Achilles tendon, did you have an exercise regime? Yeah, yeah.
2: I was walking 12,000 steps a day uh-huh. and doing whatever, and uh, I still drink and eat, and eat. I, don't, I don't really look after myself. My mother lived to 98, so yeah. oh, well, that's, that's a right. pretty good regime she had. Her dad was 87, so, you know. But then they lived a very clean life compared with People like us. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so, I mean, do, do you think ever? But this has been a sort of slightly recurring theme lately on on this podcast. Do you think about your own mortality? Do you think? Do you actually kind of add up the years you have, or you think you have, remaining? Thanks a lot.
0: Look, it's confronting. I know. <laughs>
1: well I,
2: I, I have a, a condition, and I'm, this isn 't going to be an organ recital, mm. but I have a condition, and it 's to do, and you 'll hear it in my voice because I was standing up on stage doing a one man show, and I suddenly noticed that my voice had changed several octaves and felt like it had a trumpet mute stuffed down my throat because i 've got this lung issue, which is oh. uh, and so I said to the respiratory specialist, I said, "Look, I have this issue, and I know it 's dangerous. Could you give me?" a timeline and he went no no i don't what i said well i can go to dr google i can do that and he said no
0: mm.
2: no look i said look my wife needs to know i need to know so i can plan how long mm. have i got and he said well usually when you've been diagnosed with your condition it's 5 years and i went shit i just bought a bed that's got a longer warranty than me <laughs> Now, five years, and that was seven years ago. Yay. So, you know, you mm. just go, hey, no, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to let
0: that. Well, I, listen, I, whenever we have a lunch, uh, uh, particularly with a lot <laughs> of my friends who are now getting older, I always say there's a five-minute limit at the start of the lunch where everybody can talk about their ailments. That was yeah. it. That, yeah, was, it. A, that yeah. was it. No, but it was just – that was the joke. But, but yes, no, no, I, but I think that's a, actually a really good point. You. Your doctors are obligated now because of insurances and various other things to tell you the worst thing that can possibly happen at any moment of the day. It's almost too much.
2: Yeah, well, he didn't he, – he's gorgeous. He really didn't want to. He said, look, I wish I'd have done research. Then I wouldn't have had to be confronted with stuff like this <laughs> I was face-to-face. It's pretty hard for them, mm. And I, I think. But, um, you know, I think if you just
1: uh, – as I said – my whole life has been denial. Yeah. <laughs> <about> really? <laughs> <laughs> so can I ask you a couple of serious questions? Yeah. yeah. Um, you mentioned that you'd been in Italy. So how do you find travelling as, as an <clears> older <throat> person? Do you go on organised tours, for instance?
2: Ah, uh, oh, God. This is uh, organ recital too. Oh, uh, oh. No, organised tour. My wife thought it'd be really good because I'd organised the plane flights, the mm. accommodation, mm-hmm. Rome, Lucca, train travel. She said, look, to." Take the pressure off you, darling. It'd be really nice if you, uh, you we went on an organised tour. And I went, oh, good. Mm. So we arrive in Amalfi for the first day of the organised tour after going through Napoli. We arrive at the organised tour and my wife tested positive to COVID um, after three uh, years. Oh. And the policy of <coughs> the company Intrepid, which I will use their name
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I'm
2: really not happy with them. Uh. <laughs> their policy is that if you have COVID... You're bumped from the tour, so you don't get any of the benefits of travel. Oh, so you just left? No, they pushed us out. They said no. And I said, What? <laughs> this is crazy. So, a 10 day tour, all paid for, we were now kicked off the tour. Then I, I decided it was genius. I said, Well, we'll follow in your footsteps and you your wake. And uh, when my wife gets better, your policy says in five days we could rejoin the tour. And they said uh that'd be great, so we arrive in the next town five days later. I get it oh, <laughs> <that's so amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not funny, no, but. We're but not laughing. I love the Italian guide, young Italian guide. he said, "Gram, why
1: did you tell me <laughs> all the paperwork I have to do <laughs> worry, I don't worry about me, I' worried about the paperwork <laughs> so uh, would you uh, if you had your brothers no. go, go on a t- no. organized tour again no. no, no
2: and i I doubt if uh My poor old body, no, yeah, would take another 14 hours on a a long flight, even though it was, you know, comfortable. Yeah. uh, 14 hours, the body just gets hammered by it. I just, I don't think I can do it again. So I think New Zealand's looking very... uh, Good. particularly uh, lovely. Tasmania, Fiji, yeah. possibly yeah. Bali, maybe
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, that's very well, it, interesting. It, I think one of the important things about getting to a certain age is you know what you don't want to yeah. do anymore, isn't it? And you're quite happy with it.
2: Yeah, I'm quite. Ple- I'm quite pleased with all that. We, we're planning. We're actually we're going to a wedding on Saturday to Magnetic Island. Oh. My wife's an old uh, towns oh. James Cook University. So. A lot of friends still up in Townsville. Mm -hmm. You can hear that mute trumpet, can't you? (laughs) 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 I can't
0: do that. It would frustrate you, I'm sure. It
2: does. It did on
0: stage, I can tell you. With those limitations, though, are there still heights you want to hit Graham? (laughs) No. Well, again. (laughs) No.
2: Well, it's very interesting. I was approached. Uh, as, as, you can see there's a whole pattern to things returning and Geoffrey Atherton's mother and son has yeah, come nice. back onto on television it's got nothing to do with Geoffrey except they've got the name mother, son he's whatever Gary was and she's whatever yeah. Ruth was
0: yeah. although we love Denise Scott I think she'll be really good
2: so do you <laughs> anyway uh, so you yeah, know I think yes she'll, she'll yeah. be different mm. uh, but no, Ruth was spectacular both. Yeah, no, it's a hard marker Anyone to follow is. You know, yeah. it is a hard marker so that's that's happening. Um, I was listening. The, the young young guys are doing uh, the dismal. Uh, uh, sorry, the Gunston. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, dismissal. Yeah, yeah dismissal. And, uh, <laughs> <Dismal>. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dismal occasion. Yeah, it certainly <laughs> it was. was. <laughs> and uh, there's some terrific people in that show. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do the Gunston. So we're coming back to that. Uh, what else have we got? I've heard that Hoodoo uh, Gurus, the uh, the Faulkner, yeah. has bought the rights to. Um, they're a weird mob. Oh, you're joking? No. Now... What, 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 they're doing the music for it? I mean... A, a musical of the weird mob. Oh. oh.
1: Wow.
2: But, I, see, I was really concerned because I was approached and they said, uh, Graham, you know, uh, it's, about, it's about time. Would you be interested in doing the Auntie Jack show as a musical? And I thought, mm, my age, fraught with danger, uh, trolls... Uh, at, they they had a look at and they said, "Well, there's a lot of isms in here."
1: <laughs> well, yes, and I mean uh, uh, we were thinking about that whether, you know, it would stand in this day and age to be revived or remade.
2: Well, there's a lot of really Really fine material, I mean all the the stuff that i'd love to see you know in the, is the Rory and I doing Neil and Errol, yeah. the little men on the park bench yeah. who sang and played guitar mm-hmm. there's lots of gentle, soft you know Andy Jack was a weird combination of you know pantomime dame yeah. uh, little madrigals sitting on the tramps sitting on the bench singing to really outrageous things you know, like, yeah. School for practicing homosexuals, which you couldn't do today. Well, that's no, the question. No. <laughs> yes,
1: well, I mean, would you be cancelled? Would you be? Oh yeah, really? I, I think but
0: so. But also, you got mm. got close but to being cancelled then, more. really? Oh didn't yeah, you?
1: yeah, Re-
2: oh yeah. There was a, there was a, a body that really pushed the ABC very hard, a Christian body. Yes, and they. They organised thousands of uh, complaints for the very first episode. And uh, and I was mortified, but Morris Murphy mm. uh, was, yes, was, uh, he was thrilled. He said a thousand complaints. He said if a thousand people hated it. Imagine how many people liked <laughs> <loved> it. it. <laughs> and they did. And they did. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, no, but by today's standards. See, the, the thing is about everything we did, it had a punchline, but you had to get to the end to see that. It paid off that it wasn't as politically incorrect as you thought it was mm, going it to be. It wasn't me.
1: Would you be Auntie Jack again? Would you be the character some other younger person would play?
2: What I suggested to them, and I
1: said, look, to take the curse
2: off everything and casting, who are you going to put in there as Auntie Jack? I mean, God, are they going to have to wear the flak? I'll probably have to wear the flak. I said, my suggestion is if you were going to do it, why don't you mime the album? The Auntie Jack album, Auntie Jack Sings Wollongong. (laughs) the <laughs> polygram hated us because rory and i didn't put any single tracks in this, and so no one could track it and it just was like a ferris one wheel big just performance. for one big performance it just sure. went straight through <laughs> and i heard many years ago why it came to this i heard many years ago that uh, that, a, that a um a gay uh dra- a drag show in san francisco mimed the b-side of the album oh, wow. which was spiders bucks party <laughs> auntie jack coming out and they go bring on the stripper and auntie jack goes hello like you little lovelies and they went Ugh, get off no. <laughs> horrible <laughs> horrible so this they a drag show um there was a show up in Kalara that used to mime uh, mime shows, mime, mime yeah, records, yeah. and uh, very funny.
0: Well, most drag acts really
2: are. Yeah, yeah, all mime.
0: mime yeah, no. I, uh, so mime
2: the whole album, and then then I can put in dances. Auntie Jack could be a puppet. Who knows?
0: Yeah, it doesn't but, really matter.
2: But the big problem is, the, as you said, the materials. It's going to be the problem, yeah. always the problem. Graham,
0: mm-hmm. I, you know, bring it back to the age thing again, and this is, you can't really do something like that again without Rory. Uh, and yeah, no. part of our rage is the fact that we lose some really important yeah. people who are so intrinsic in, in our fame or whatever it may be or our work. Yeah. And and that's something you have to learn to live with. Is that easier or No, that's, it's still that's hard.
2: That's, that, I haven't picked up a guitar since Rory died. Oh. No. I haven't. But it's like your dear mate, you know, yeah, Jono, yeah, yeah. Jono. used to hang around going, I could be in the Auntie Jack show, mate. He'd <laughs> <I'd> be <laughs> doing it. He would have he he walked straight into it. He and there was would. Always, he would have walked straight into it. Yeah. Oh. And look, he was he was wonderful. And uh, and, and as you know, that I, I introduced him to 2WS and he and I worked oh. at 2WS. And he stayed at 2WS and then his career evolved until it crashed when he met you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
0: <exactly. laughs> Stop. But we have to learn to live with the fact that we've gone beyond beyond some of our friends we have to leave oh absolutely! People behind. yeah
2: absolutely well you know to me miming the album is basically a homage to rory homage yeah, to right. ross because um you know we we wrote a lot of music and that auntie jack show was 40 percent music you know it was uh, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and that's what the album is a whole lot of music but a few Politically incorrect moments in
1: there. Good. G- glad to hear it. <laughs> Graham, uh, um you once gave a talk on successful ageing. Uh, did as I? A, you did, as I part forgot. of a series at the State Library of New South Wales. I'm wondering what is successful ageing for you? Well, mm, God, let me see who... Who wrote that for me?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that for you? I said there were no trick questions. You well, I'd look, I'll in? tell
0: you what. We saved it till... I
2: can remember a psychologist asking me to do that. But That's I, I think it was just basically me talking about me. But look... I think I, you were talking about mentoring. Mentoring big, yeah. Listen, yes. uh, some people... Yeah, what do they say to me? The, the question was, did you take any notice of your mentors? You know, you talking about mentoring people but did, have you ever listened and i did because i look at my career and i start off as an architect yes. and i had professor peter johnson P- peter johnson was my champion eventually uh so you add that next mentor that came up was uh sir robert helpman yeah, who offered that? me the adelaide arts festival i was then teaching architecture at sydney university and And Helpman said, would you you take 10, 12 weeks off and come down to the Adelaide Ice Festival? He said... My dear boy, he said, your show's a little bit ahead of its time, <laughs> but I, I, think, uh, I think you'll get a bit of criticism. I got hammered, totally really? hammered. But before that, I went back to see my professor, Peter Johnson, who'd always stood up for me because I'd done stupid things in architecture. My God. Uh, and he sa- I said to him, Peter, can I get 12 weeks off to go down to the Adelaide Arts Festival? And he said, Graham, you've got to make up your mind. Do you want to be an academic or a thespian?' And I said, I don't know. He said, I'll make it up for you. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> he did the right thing. He knew that's what I wanted to do. Then uh, I did a a review at university and it was written, Jeffrey Atherton, Peter Weir, and myself, uh, Rory, and I wrote the music and I wrote a lot of sketches. And a lovely couple of guys came, turned up, and again, wonderful mentors for me. And I listened to Bob Allnut, who was the head of the religious department at the ABC, and a guy called Jack Mannix. Mm. And they were the head of PACT. PACT Theatre, packed theatre, and they said, "Look, we, could you get your little team together and do a, a review um, for us? we got five hundred dollars." Wow! I
0: mean, and in those days, five hundred bucks would get you somewhere. Yeah.
2: So off, off we went, and we did. I think you probably no, no, you weren't born then. No. <laughs> 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 and we did. Uh, we d- went to the uh, cell block theatre. Peter, Weir, myself, Rory, and we did a show called Balloon to Balloon that got picked up taken by helpman to the adelaide festival and then of course there were lots of other people around that were of a generation that kept an eye on us and were watching peter weir and myself all the time does anyone remember michael pate
0: yes My, the played, actor played indians yes. in American Fantastic movies. Actor.
2: and he came and he used to follow us you know around and he'd say look i could introduce you i'll try and get you onto channel seven and i'll try and get that when they put us on, putting us on commercial television in those days, they hated us. Yeah. They just it's hated us. It. It, it was just rich of us. And then we got picked up again by um, the guys who did Number Ninety Six, Cash and Harmon. Oh. and they brought Peter Weir and I in again. They said, "You're the hot young writers around town. Could you write for us?" And we went, "Oh, yeah, that'd be yeah. good. That'd be fun."
0: And 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 on the other side of that, who who did you help?
2: Ah. Well, <laughs> who did I help? <laughs> well,
0: uh, there was a, a. And are you still helping them?
2: Yeah, well, I was, but but it's, it's slowed up. But uh, mm. I'll tell the bad story. Tell the nice story first. As a lovely kid, uh, an architect rang me up called uh, Renato Giaco, and he said, "My son, uh, Carlo Giaco, it wants to be a, a a composer. Could you talk him out of it, please?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want him to be a composer. And I went, oh, gee. He said, well, as an architect to an architect, he, he, could you just... Do? And I said, oh, send him in. So he came in when I was running the advertising agency, and I said, a Carlo, and he said, Mr Bond, he, it was 18, he said, Mr Bond, it's lovely to meet you. I brought my tape in, and I went, listen, it's a very hard gig, mate. Rory and I have been doing this, and we've got to have a lot of strings to our bow. You know, we're writing music, jingles, mm-hmm. we're doing performing, doing commercials. Uh, you know, you've got to have a lot of things to do. And the young Carl said, But would you listen to a tape, please, Mr. Bond? And I went, and I did this for about half an hour, hammered him, doing his father's dirty work for him. Yeah. And he put on his tape and he said, Just listen to this. And he played the first track to me and I said, Would you like a job? <laughs> 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 and his father never forgave me. <laughs> but what? Carlo did do, which was wonderful. He went on and he wrote the music for In Flight Qantas. He Did a lot of music for uh, there. He, he went, made a career. He went, made a career. He went to America. He he uh, I, I gave him some good connections in America, and he went on and he wrote two, three films in in uh, America. He. He was just a great kid and I, he asked me asked me to, to speak at his wedding and I got up and I said, it's fantastic because with that, you bought your father a
0: house, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well,
0: that's, a, you see, that's a great thing, isn't yeah. it? To be able to pass on what you know.
2: Well, I really wanted to. I, my wife said, look, Graham, I think you'd be, you know, you've done a lot of mentoring. Yeah. You know. we, 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 why don't you go to the Benevolent Society and talk to them? And I went to the Benevolent, and there was a... Hey, Jimmy, he was there. Uh, he'd been in Australia for about three weeks, and he was the director. Hey, like Jimmy. And he, he he said, so tell us a little bit about yourself. So I told him, you know, architect, blah, 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 done this, done that, done this, done that. And at the end of it, he said, well, the problem is, he said, you know, we really need engineers and accountants. <laughs> and I said, well, what a waste of bloody time that was. Yes. So that really... Set me back a long way. You know, mm. I just went, do I really want to do that yeah. anymore? No. You know, with no. writers, I've done it with writers, I've done it with musicians, I've done it with whatever, you know, helping them out. But
1: Carlos was the best story. One so let me uh, bring you back to today, Graham. How's your memory? I'm going to say it's pretty good. Oh, it's good, yeah. Well, mem- yeah, <clears throat> my
2: memory is better for the past. I mm. can, I've, I've got great recall. Yeah. Right now... Uh, where, I didn't know where the address. Yes, I did. Was, <laughs> but but uh, I just had to press that button forever until <laughs> they, they let me in. They the do dog eventually purpose, let you. me in. And do yeah. you
1: have that? Do you have that very common, uh, you know, thing where you endlessly kind of walk into a room and then wonder what you're doing there? Oh so, yeah, that all that's going to happen. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's still well, leaving your that's keys. That's chronic with me at yeah. the moment. In fact, I've taught myself to say out loud what I'm about to do next. Oh, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, find, I I try and make it so it's fun because when I suddenly forget what I'm doing, I'm going. This is this is ridiculous. What would I be doing in this room?
2: I've got one of those discs that you put inside your luggage. Oh so ah, yes. So I put it inside. It, I swallow it. it before I go away. <laughs> <laughs> I go away.
0: <laughs>
2: well, we found your car the other That's day. Good. Remember, we, were we did. Okay, where did I put That's the good. Where did I put the car? But and what, look, I just think um, what you're talking about is I just think that there's a whole wealth of people out there. It's talent and realised that as of seniors I mean, the terrible words, the language itself seniors, awful, awful What well, would that's, you prefer? What about what, an elder? Elder? No, I don't like that don't either don't no, know. A couple of young writers asked me to do a show a long time ago called Seniors Moments and I thought it was really demeaning, mm-hmm. deme- I read the scripts and I went demeaning, but God bless them you know, Johnny Woods did it a lot yeah. of people There was
1: that know. word uh, Oldsters. "oldsters." Oldsters, yeah.
0: That came up oh, a I don't, world, I don't know. We, we no. sort of grab seniors because the suddenly senior we thought was a great name, but also make own the senior, yeah. and suddenly it 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 loses its its derogatory side,
2: or ignore it. Yeah, or ignore <laughs> it.
0: Just ignore
1: it. What about social media? Are you on social media? Well, look, do, I, do you yeah, play that game?
2: No, I don't. And that's it's not. It scares me, but it's just. Um, I, I I was on Facebook and I've gone off Facebook, off Instagram. I'm not, not on Twitter. I'm not on any of those things. So, you know, you have to write me a letter now. Oh, I or, it, no, I just I just don't an want to be
1: email. <laughs> <laughs> What's that?
0: <laughs> to, yeah, no, an actual
2: letter with a stamp? <laughs> a letter with a stamp? On. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> care. I don't. I You're don't not know. missing
0: out on that much.
2: Yeah. I've sort of in a funny way isolated myself quite a bit and I it's, it's a strange one for such a, a social beast. Yes. Um but but willingly happily. Yeah w- yes and no. Uh, but but I see the the f- the pitfalls of the other thing. It's nice to have lunches with the the guys, but there's only so many lunches you can have, you can have and yeah. there's only so many holidays you can have. And you sp- and the and the financial advisor might say, spend your money and then die. You know? well, uh, that's
0: right. Well, I think you're a bit of a shining light for a senior, actually. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm, I'm very impressed. I think you're fabulous, actually. And we're very <laughs> honoured And can you give energy. me the number of the uh, makeup artist? Please. Oh yeah, Nick. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that <laughs> later on.
0: Uh Graham, what a pleasure. What a pleasure. What
1: a pleasure.
0: <laughs> what a fun. Three pleasures.
1: <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Thank you guys. It was lovely. Please like and also subscribe. Thank you for listening. I'm Angela Caternes. I'm Ian Rogerson. Leave a comment, as long as it's nice. <laughs> if it's not. <laughs> that's right. <fuck> off. <laughs> yes. See you next time, Ange. Bye. <laughs> and I want wine with my meds. <laughs> yes, <that's laughs>